Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. What's up, party people? New poll out today said Biden's too old to be president of the United States. Democrats, more Democrats agree. That's not a shocker. Uh, then disagree with that. And we'll touch on that in a little bit. Uh, Lavrov and Blinken today, G- G20, they kind of saw each other. So secretaries of states kind of look at each other, you know. Look over there. Blinken's probably you've Richard. The other guy's like, you asshat. <laughs> Should stay in the treaty. That's why I couldn't be secretary of state. I'd be just any of those things. I'd be just, just, just mouthy all day. Just chirping, little fun stuff. You know, say something stupid. Oh, don't worry, I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to. Don't you worry about that. I'm going to mouth off here in a second. You got. It was interesting yesterday talking to Mike Lyons. You guys missed the show, grab the podcast, just about the whole China thing. And because uh, I got, you know, people tweeting at me and, and stuff about oh, China. Is, uh, you know, they have every right to do what they're doing. And and it, it remember, Ukraine was still Ukraine. They hadn't attacked. Well, the West was moving into Ukraine and they were getting more westernized. But had they crossed over into Russia and attacked Russia, had they done that at all? Well, no, they hadn't. So Ukraine is fighting for their lives and their existence. Yes. Because they had become more friendly with the West. Correct. And so, and of course, Nazis <laughs> and trans people is whatever else that he said, debauchery of the West, Putin. So based on that, they had every right to attack. If Russia went home today, as the president says, the war ends. That's, that's the way that works. The war ending for Ukraine would mean they don't exist anymore. The war for Russia ending is the war's just over. Russia still exists. So a loss for Ukraine means they don't exist. A going home for Russia means that the war's over. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is interesting. So let's just throw it out there. Just very, very interesting. You missed any of uh, yesterday's show. Grab the podcast because Mike was very interesting and he said something. Uh, a couple things interesting. He said once he goes, I fully never thought I'd say this, but I could see within 10 years uh, Ukraine being part of NATO. And that was like, whoa. And the other side of it is, uh, you know, we talked about China and China and Mexico have a pact to destroy our country uh, via fentanyl. And yesterday, Lindsey Graham grilled. A.G. Garland over fentanyl. Now, if you don't know what fentanyl is, it is the worst of the worst. And let me tell you about drugs. I grew up around drugs. People ask me, I'm a teetotaler, as they would say in the old days. Never had a drink in my life. Never done a drug in my life. Never had a smoke in my life. I am a teetotaler. Because I saw what drugs could do to people. It killed my father. It destroyed my sister's life. I will never, ever do a drug. And these drugs today are absolutely 
destroying so much of our younger generation through poisoning, through accidental overdoses, and they're, they're separate things. We'll talk about that in a second. But Garland was drilled yesterday by Lindsey Graham and a lot of the Republicans on a lot of different things. But to me, the stuff that matters, things like fentanyl, a lot of the other stuff is it, it's to get your cackles up. It's to raise money. But the fentanyl crisis is real. Fentanyl deaths uh, are more than gun and accident deaths combined in the United States. Did you know that? Yes, sir. I mean, this is how would you describe the fentanyl problem in America? It's a horrible epidemic, okay. uh, but it's an epidemic that's been le- unleashed on purpose uh, by the Sinaloa um, and the new generation of Jalisco cartels. Okay. Let's just stop and absorb that for a moment. It kills more people than car wrecks and gun violence combined. And the question is, what are we going to do about it? First of all, China's a huge player in this. That's where the fentanyl comes from. It gets to the Sinaloa cartel and the Jalisco new generation. Uh, and it, it comes across. And the accidental overdose are people who are addicts, who are on the street, and in many of these blue cities who are just handed the keys to the overdose uh, car and allowed to do whatever they do, and and they eventually bite off more than they can chew. And then you've got the poisoning. And the poisoning is a kid goes to a party, uh, his friends are all thinking they're taking you know a Ridlin, and next thing you know, they, they, they're taking something that's going to kill them. Every day you hear about, we got so many pills that could have killed America. That's how many fentanyl pills we got. It is vile and disgusting. And it's not just Mexico's cartels. The Chinese play a huge part of this. Here's the scary thing. Weed is a Schedule One drug. Fentanyl? Under current law, fentanyl loses its Schedule One status by the end of the year. You oppose that, I, I assume. I certainly do. Fentanyl, all fentanyl-related drugs should be scheduled. You support mandatory minimums for people dealing in fentanyl. I think we already have mandatory minimums for people. Do you think they should be increased? I think we we have more than enough um, ability now to uh, attack this problem. Well, would you agree with me? Whatever we have is not working. I agree with that because of the number of deaths that you pointed out. Yeah, it's not working. It's not at all working. More deaths than car wrecks and gun violence. This is something we should all agree on. This is vile. This is beyond dangerous. This is a, a it, is, it is so off. There are kids today, young adults, who are going to die today because of this drug. I want you guys to, to understand. There, 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 there are parents waking up this morning to the realization that yesterday their kid took a, a what they thought was a pill for, you know, uh, oxycotton or what they thought was, hey, we we're going to go to party and this guy's got this pill and we think it's this and and oh and next thing you know they got one that had fentanyl in it and they're dead. I mean. We, 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 we sit here and we, we, we listen to the rallies of, of, you know, oh, guns do this and blah, blah, and, and all. Yeah, yeah. Guns. Guns don't kill people. Bad, mad, evil people kill. And they use guns as a tool. And it becomes a political thing. Fentanyl is crushing those numbers. 
And in some states, it's, uh, you know, we just hand you the keys to do whatever you want as far as California, Portland, all this stuff. And we just let you do your thing, right? And if you die on the street or somebody can't get you narc- Narcan, you think about this, you now can go and many just walk into places like CVS or Walgreens and you could, you yourself without a prescription can get Narcan just in case you're in an area where you're walking down the street and you've got to administer it. Libraries have Narcan now. This is a crisis and China is a big part of it as well as the cartels. Which I agree with Lindsey Graham at this point. If somebody gave a pill to another person, the arsenic or ricin, could they be charged with murder because that will kill you? Absolutely. Okay, if somebody gave a uh, candy-shaped pill full of fentanyl, <clears throat> could they be charged with murder? They can be uh, charged with uh, drug trafficking leading to death. Mexican drug cartels, should they be designated foreign terrorist organizations? Would you oppose some of us trying to make them foreign terrorist organizations? I wouldn't oppose it, but again, um, I want to point out their diplomatic concerns. We need the assistance of Mexico in this and designating. Is Mexico helping us effectively with our fentanyl? They are helping us, but they could do much more. There's no question about that. Well, if this is helping, I would hate to see what not helping looks like. I agree 100%. More needs to be done, and it's not just Mexico. Well, it comes to Mexico. China is a big driver in this, and they know it, and they're complicit in it. They're celebrating it. They're doing it because it is done on purpose, and the quicker we wake up to the threat that is China, the more that we understand what we're really dealing with here, the better it's going to be for all of us here, not just here in America, but globally. They are in it to win it and when people say well you say stuff like that it sounds racist it's a no stop with that baloney here's the reality they want to be the it they want to be the one global superpower they want to dominate everything and they're willing to do whatever it takes and we need to get wise to that Watching the, I watched some of it the other night. We should have got some of the audio uh, from the China hearings, but uh, there's no doubt that in lockstep, now we may have a different approach. You know, I think the Democrats are still, you know, thinking we need to be more competitive here, more competitive there in certain areas, but there's no doubt that they see this as, as a threat, a real accidental threat to what is our values in the West. There's a right side and a wrong side. And when people say, well, you're being a xenophobe, call me whatever you want to call me. But I'm letting you into the reality of what's coming. And when I see a lot of these people are like, oh, stop Asian hate. Nobody's talking about going out. It, it, we're not talking about the Chinese people who, and by the way, there is many of them who believe that, that, that a lot of what Xi spews over there. But I will tell you this. Don't be that person who thinks you can pat the bison. Because as long as you're nice to them, they think, oh, well, this person's nice, so I'm not going to gorge them. Because that's what I see. Be nice to China, people holding up signs. China's not the enemy. Chinese Communist Party is absolutely the enemy. And we need to recognize that. 
And we see the fentanyl problem while we blame the Sinaloas and the, uh, 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 you know, Jalisco new generation. Understand they're getting it somewhere. They're not making it. And China is complicit. And they're pushing it. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from you. A lot of stuff to get to. Lots of stuff. We're going to squeeze it in. The show, it could be very, it's a Thursday. It could be, could be huge. Be massive, could be homelessness in Oregon. Would you like a thousand bucks? Los Angeles saying, "Hey, uh, here's 28 things we're no longer going to respond to as police officers." Uh, it's the list is like what? A lot of stuff to get to. First, talk about my buddies over at uh, Swiss America. What do they do? Precious metals, coins is their jam. I'm a coin guy. I got plenty of coins. So I've got, I mean, I have got, and when I mean that, I mean, I've got safes full of coins. I've been doing this since I was a kid. I've always loved it. My grandfather's very much into it and I still love it. And it's also great to have something to protect you from inflation. That's tangible. That's in your hand immediately that, you know, you never know in the just event of something crazy. Plus it's a good, smart place to take a portion of what you have out there in investments just to protect yourself from inflation today. Right now, Get the Walking Liberty half dollars from my buddies over at Swiss America for just $12.50 each. That's $12.50 each, limit 250 directly delivered to you, minted between 1916 and 1947. Call or text to reserve your silver coins now, 800-289-2646, 800-289-2646, or visit SwissAmerica.com slash Chad, SwissAmerica.com slash Chad, Chad Benson Show. what you know how to do because when you do what you do what you know how to do what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things i have ever heard and then they passed us a baton and the question is what will we do with the time we carry the baton you either smoking something or you just dumb as hell who doesn't love a yellow school bus what oh my god get your ass on that school bus and go home meet me I call myself a joyful warrior. The Chad Benson Show. The flight from Austin to Frankfurt, Germany, was supposed to last about 10 hours, but the Airbus 330 was battered by severe turbulence just three hours in, leaving passengers like Susan Zimmerman literally praying. Please, God, just let me get out of this. But at the same time, you're thinking all the possible things that could go wrong that would make you not get out of this. The plane landed at Washington's Dulles International Airport, where paramedics were waiting. Approximately 10 patients have been triaged in the process. The audio from alert page opened MHZ. Seven people aboard Lufthansa 469 were taken to the hospital yeah man it's uh you find your religion when you're thirty-seven thousand feet in the air and uh you uh start to feel like first of all flying for a lot of people it's a it's a bit nervy it's a control thing and you read stuff like it was it popular mechanics two years ago they had that big article uh, nobody really knows why planes stay in the air and they have some theories, <laughs> but they're quite sure exactly which theory is right. But that being said, it's still the safest mode of transportation. 
But it's the 37,000 feet in the air, and all of a sudden, it goes south. And these people were freaking out. I have been on some planes that have been in some nasty turbulence in all the years of traveling where it is where you can see the look on the the uh, the uh i was gonna say what are they called they're not stewardesses anymore right what are they uh flight attendants they're their faces right they're pupil oh you know you, you can see that and these people felt it out of nowhere it was all of a sudden we lifted up and then we started dropping down really fast yeah yeah and uh she's pregnant and you know there there's also that that impending doom i'm five months pregnant so i was honestly thinking i'm never going to meet my daughter my husband and i've been trying for a very long time and i'm thinking honestly that i'm never gonna i'm never gonna see my daughter and you find a lot of people that uh, find their religion in the air when things get a little sideways and the opposite side of it and sometimes flying is very much a re- cathartic the other day, that guy, the pilot, he wanted everybody to see the, was it the Northern Lights or the Aurora Borley House, whatever it was. He, he did 360-degree turns so everybody could take a peek. <laughs> uh, it's the skies. It's busy, crazy, and at times entertaining. Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. I was just watching something on one of the old uh, reels. Is that what it is? Is that what Instagram's got? Not TikTok, but it was reels. And uh, it was one of those people who were telling you not to lose weight because that makes you fat phobic. And that, you know, we've heard the spiel before that, uh, you know, being fat is healthy and, you know, just (laughs) rain's not wet, whatever it is. But even if you do lose weight intentionally, Who loses weight unintentionally? I was just walking down the street, like 40 pounds fall off. I don't know where the hell that happened there. Wow. I did not mean to do that. Please. I'm sorry. That is just, oh, goodness me. But the the, the lady goes on to say, uh, even if you do lose weight inten- intentionally, of course, you're white supremacist and you're unhealthy for being thinner or whatever crap that she's spewing. Uh, don't forget about fat liberation politics. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell is fat liberation politics? Could you imagine what a meeting is like? It's at a buffet. <laughs> Will there be snacks? Yes, there's going to be snacks. Isn't that weird that we live in this world where we have to appease the 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 loud and few and in sometimes large, and we have to give in to whatever it is that they want, or else somebody's going to be mad at you on the internet and then try to get you fired from your job. 
You should celebrate. Celebrate what? Celebrate what? Well, that person's fat and they're proud of it. Why are you proud of that? I'm just curious. When I was at my heaviest, I was never like, I have never been more proud of me. I used to go, good God, Chad, <laughs> put the freaking donut down. <laughs> I can't. And when I was at my thinnest, I never walked around going, I'm at my thinnest. Somebody be proud of me. I was like, I'm healthy. This is good. This is good. Because healthy's good, right? Can we all agree? Or are we at a point now where that means something totally different? Which we might be. We might be at that point where being healthy is somehow angering somebody somewhere and that doing so makes other people feel bad. So if you could just keep your healthiness over there and not let it get inside or near my healthiness or my perceived healthiness. This is what happens when we allow people to go, this is my truth. <laughs> yeah, but is it the actual truth? That, that's what I want to know. The Philadelphia Eagles lost the Super Bowl. You could walk around going, my truth is they won. That's fine. But the rest of the world says that the team over there in Kansas City will be getting the Super Bowl wing, ring because they won. Oh, my Lord. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. I just want to see a fat, was it fat liberation movement? FLM? <laughs> oh, my goodness me. I just want to see them on the march and they're on their little, they're rascals. <laughs> Uh, is anybody following the uh, Murdaugh trial out in uh, the Carolina, South Carolina? If you're not, it's interesting. And I, I just want to bring this up for a minute. They're getting close to uh, uh, finishing this thing up. We are just hours away from the jury getting this case. After hundreds of hours of testimony, the end is near. The judge already saying if needed, the jury will deliberate through the weekend. So uh, it's interesting, first and foremost, uh, because it's interesting. I, there's a lot of people I, I, I'm friends with who are like, dude, have you watched any of the trial? My uncle being one of them, my best buddy in the world. He's like, I'm riveted. And I'm like, really? Because we have this weird fascination in this country to just certain things that have to do with murder. We have television channels that are exclusively devoted to murder. <laughs> ID network is that. And this is one of those things, right? And and I and I get why, I guess, you've got a powerful family who for generations has been a a very powerful family in the world of law, big time lawyers, Hundreds of millions of dollars in settlements. I mean, you know, the, the name, the country club, all of the things. And then one night, wife and son dead. And then a year later, husband arrested. And then all of the salaciousness that goes with it. And there's been plenty of it. Now, I watched a bit of it. 
And I thought, you know, I mean, it feels like he's guilty. It sounds like he's guilty, but I haven't watched all of it. And could there be enough doubt? Will there be one or two people inside of that courtroom that say, maybe not? Even if you believe that Alex Murdoch is guilty, there's still a lot of questions. And I think you're going to see at least a juror or two who say, could this guy have really killed his wife and son who he seemed to have loved with no background in having any violence towards them at all. Dan Abrams there. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it just kind of came out of nowhere. And he's admitted he lied. He's a drug addict. He stole a bunch of his clients money uh, that included a girl. I think it was an accident. She lost both her legs, uh, just pilfered the accounts of a lot of his clients, about eight and a half million, nine million bucks. He had a lot of issues, got in over his head and a lot of different things. And it is uh, a pill popper, all of the things. But the whole thing is just, it's, I'm fascinated by the fascination of it. Right? Is it the salaciousness that that is interesting? Is it the, uh, I I don't know what it is. And I know what is our weird obsession with, with murder. It's this, you know, it's not, and, and it's, why, I mean, it's on every channel. You'll turn it on and you've got all of the channels. There are, God knows how many murder trials going on today across the country. But this one is just, this is the one that's captured everybody's and it happens every few years. That's how we learn people's names. And, you know, it's, OJ was famous, right? Phil Spector was famous. Robert Blake was famous. Okay. This is a a powerful family. It's just, it's an odd thing, but the fascination that people have with this is, and and I look, I, it was on the other day and I, I turned it up and I, I didn't, I was listening to something else and then they went to it when he was on the stand and he was crying and it was tears and it was, and you could, you could see how you could get sucked into something like that. But I, I just find the fascination with this tremendous. It's like, wow. But then I look over and I'm like, they got the ID channel, right? You ever watch First 48? You can get sucked into that as well. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the other things. God, there's so much good stuff to talk about. I'm trying to squeeze it all in. we got some job numbers. Talk about uh, a lot of the other wackiness out there. Would you like $1,000? Well, if you're homeless in Portland, you may be getting 1000 bucks. We're going to be talking about that. And, uh, you know, that, that, that's something that could, you know, really be a helper, right? Because that's exactly what you need. And I, I'm always curious about the devils and the details in a lot of these things. Talk about that as well as the job numbers. In the week that ended February 25th, 190,000 jobless Americans filed first-time claims for jobless. unemployment benefits. The statistic is considered an indicator of layoffs, but cuts in the tech industry so far have not been reflected in that weekly number. In fact, 2,000 fewer people signed up for benefits than the week before. Yeah, and how many times do we have to talk about that with the tech? The tech world is its own little universe where... They overhired in many ways, and as technology advances, they need less people. And where they thought they were going to be going with the tech world changed uh, rapidly. As quickly as they thought it was going there, it changed. So you don't have, when you look at jobs, and especially in the tech world, 
where were you pre-pandemic? If you were at 40,000 jobs and you're still at 50,000, well, you're above where a lot of people thought. If you're at 25,000 jobs and the tech really hasn't changed that much, well, then you're cutting for salary and saving money. That's a different story. But there's still good jobs available. We spoke to some people here yesterday uh, locally uh, called in the local show. One lady, she's like, I didn't feel appreciated. So she said she quit her job that day, yesterday. And we're like, uh, do you have another job? She goes, oh, I've had four or five offers in the last week. And I didn't feel appreciated. And so I just quit. Another guy called in and said, yeah, he'd quit his job. He got a, you know, in four years at one place, he got a 60 cent raise in four years. He got a $15,000 job bump last year by moving to across the street. And another place has offered him 10000 more than he's making now. So people aren't worried about jobs yet. And that's what keeps inflation, you know, where it's at. Because, uh, because people still feel like, well, I can go get a new gig and there's no reason for me to stop spending. Maybe I'll slow down a little bit, but I'm not going to stop completely. And so inflation's going to be here for a while. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. One thing inflation's not going to hurt is the sound quality you're going to listen to. Because Raycon is not one of these companies that is, oh, inflation's got up, so we're raising our prices 20 30 40%. No, you're going to get the best sound quality at a price that is incredible. It starts well under 100 bucks for their earbuds. You've got incredible headphones for gaming. You've got speakers, just audio. And I'm a person who loves audio. Raycon is my go-to, has been for a long time, and will continue to be so because they are amazing. They have buy now, pay later. Right, You get a 30-day happiness guarantee. You're not happy. And within those 30 days, you can send it back, and boom, they'll give you your money back. But you will be happy. From earbuds that are incredible to the amazing speakers to the gaming headphones and everything in between, get yourself Raycons. And when you go to buyraycon.com slash Chad, you save an extra 15%. Buyraycon.com slash Chad. Buyraycon.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. Welcome to Tribal Free Radio. Information over affirmation. Facts over fiction. It's ridiculous, and I want you to know that. You call it ridiculous, we call it reality. That's a crock. Real over fake. God help us. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. The Chad Benson Show. Fighting truth decay the American way. A kiss is just a kiss. Nobody is kissing the in-person kiss goodbye. Nobody ever kissed me the way you do. But chances are nobody has ever kissed you this way through a lip-shaped device that plugs into your phone. The idea is to send someone a kiss long distance. Sensors transmit pressure, movement, and temperature data that's received by another pair of lips. So your kiss is replicated on their lips. Creepy, creepy, creepy. If you're thinking to yourself, what could you get that incel that that he just doesn't have? This this may be it. No, this is absolutely creepy. First of all, how close are we to having, uh, you know, pretend girlfriends and boyfriends, robots? We're a lot closer than I think. You know, we got the lifelike dolls. But we're not quite there yet, but we're getting close. But this... This is insane. And it's creepy looking. 
you plug it into your phone and it looks like like it's almost a periscope with lips uh, what's wrong with us Similar tech for remote kissing first surfaced less than a decade ago with a Kissinger. A kiss sent via messenger was dubbed the Kissinger. Robotics lecturer Human Samani worked on that project, and he thinks there's an issue with the latest device being sold for about 40 bucks in China. It's the lifelike lips. You think it makes it too creepy? Yes. I love it. Yes. There's nothing else. Yes. Yes. It's creepy. Period. Case closed. End of story. It's creepy. It's creepy. Plus, I don't even want to know what other people are going to do with the thing. (laughs) But it's creepy. It's creepy. What's wrong with us? What's wrong with us? Many cited the Big Bang Theory episode. See? Internet kissing. That seemed ahead of its time. Like this? Really French it. (laughs) No wonder some think something is missing on the latest gizmo. Where's the tongue? I'm impressed. This is very lifelike. Yeah, it's creepy. It is absolutely creepy. But here we are. Just, ah, it's the best way to describe it. Welcome to the new world. (laughs) Speaking of kiss. The rock and rolling all night and partying every day is officially coming to an end in December. Kiss announcing the dates and locations for the band's final shows on their end of the road tour, which they say is their last tour ever. It'll end with a two night stand at New York City's Madison Square Garden, December 2nd and 3rd, just blocks from where the band was born 50 years ago. You got Bieber canceling his world tour. He's got some issues. Uh, struggling still with partial, I think, paralysis in his face, something similar to uh, almost like a Bell's palsy. And uh, Kiss, though, I mean, going strong, 50 years. 50 years they're still going out there and doing their thing, and they're putting it to bed finally. They've survived that long. And then you got other people out there, right? You know, it's like the Rolling Stones. Uh, they, are they, I don't think they're giving up the ghost anytime soon. The Eagles performed here last night. Uh, the Beach Boys are still always in some form or another out there rolling out doing stuff. Obviously, Elton John is on a never-ending tour <laughs> of retirement. I'm going on one last concert tour. How long is it going to last? 400 years. I feel bad for the Beebs, though, because you know I love the Beebs on the show. He's 29 years old, and the Beebs is is having some issues. There's no doubt about that, and and it is it's a struggle. Think about it, like that kid's 29. He's already sold his uh, first set of masters, right? Or you're not allowed to call those them anymore. The the his his rights to all of his his music. And he's been around for what, like 14, 15 years? Was he 12 or 13? 17 years? 17 years. That guy's been doing stuff. Man, that is, that is, uh, he did better than Sean Cassidy. I'll tell you that. That's a name from way back. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. If you miss any of the show, especially our portion of the program where we talked about the fat liberation politics <laughs> that's so awesome we got to come up with a better name 
for for that. We got to give them their own moniker. Just can't be the Fat Liberation, the FLP. It's got to be something else. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three. Something that was like large <laughs> league, and I don't know whatever it is league association of really. We'll come up with something. Oh, my Lord. Grab the podcast if you can. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. A thousand bucks for you, and a thousand bucks for you, and a thousand bucks for you. And over here, you get a thousand bucks, and there's a thousand bucks. Portland's going to roll out something potentially. It's in the early phases of uh, stupid things where they've got money to hand out to people. And they thought, you know, the best place to give it, the people that make the best decisions, give it to the homeless people. Chad, you're being mean to the homeless people. Senate Bill 603 was all the talk on this corner of Old Town Wednesday morning. I actually think it's actually a very good idea. I really do. It would help a lot. I'd be off the streets. The bill in question, the People's Housing Assistance Fund Demonstration Program, where for two years, monthly $1,000 payments would go out to people living on the streets, those at risk of becoming homeless, those who make less than 60% of the area median income, or spend more than half their monthly income on rent. I like how they asked a homeless person, hey, would you like a $3,000 a month? I think it's a great idea. <laughs> what are they supposed to say? Wouldn't you be refreshing if somebody said, No! We make horrible life decisions. You shouldn't give us a penny. Wouldn't it be nice, refreshing, just to see the person's face that's answering the question? Do you think it's a good idea was to give you $1,000 a month? And the guy's like, hold on, while he's shooting up. And he's like, hold on a second. <laughs> no, I don't. I think it's a stupid idea. As you can see, we have a lot of problems out here, mostly us. Uh, we crap in the street, we have sex just wherever we want, and we make poor decisions. I think funding us to make even more poor decisions would be a poor decision in and itself. So maybe that's not a good idea. But alas. It's a glimpse of hope for people like Elena Archer. I'm currently living in a tent. Right now, she yeah. gets $600 a month. Um, I'm on disability, and the 600 a month doesn't really cover much of anything. I mean, with the rent and prices of food and everything else. It's just really hard to survive out here. As of right now, what do you spend that $600 a month on? We try and get food, we try and get blankets and everything to keep us warm out here. The necessities, the phone bill that we have. So I'd be able to have food, water, shelter, be able to get a full job. The monthly payments would have to be used for things like rent, food, and emergency expenses. Uh, what are the emergency expenses? <laughs> I got to travel, dude. I got to catch a plane. I mean, and, and look, there are people out there. This is more of a not on, you know, I mean, let's be real. I, I saw this right, you know, on on the news and I start laughing because 
None of these people are starving to death. They obviously have other problems, mental illness, drugs. There, there are so many. I mean, we, we won't address it, right? We're, we never address. And one thing about this is the accountability. Are you? Because there's no like, well, what are you doing with the money? Like, how are they getting it? Because oh, it's got to be used on what? Tell them what what has it got to be used on? How do you know they're using it on that? I mean, I'm just curious. So they got a $25 million program. They're ready to just hand out the money willy-nilly. But it's got to be used for this, and you're going to take the the this person over here who's an addict, you're going to take their word for it. A group at Portland State University will be doing research on the project. Now we asked them, will this money be handed out as cash or vouchers? How will it be tracked? How will someone living on the streets with little resources get access to it? They tell us since it's so early on in the process, I mean, there's only been one hearing on the bill so far, that those details haven't been worked out yet. Well, let me tell you, without having to waste all of your money, it's going to go poorly. It may help a few people in positions where they're close to losing their home. That that it may help. They're already in a position where they're housed and they just need a, a an opportunity to try to get a little bit of head. But uh, for the vast majority, especially if you're handing it out to people, well, we don't vote vouchers. Uh, what are you going to give them a bunch of gift cards? <laughs> what? I mean, I'm just, you know, it's to me, the frustration level should be here. You don't have to do a report to let it to let everybody know what has happened the other 5000 times they've done stuff like this. Money disappears. It gets siphoned off. Very few of these things help the people and no accountability. So you're not saying, hey, we're going to give you twelve thousand dollars. And here's the thing, you, you know, if we, you, we're going to drug test you, we're going to, there's going to be accountability on this, right? You know, uh, there won't be, there won't be, you know it, I know it. The old me would have said, no way, you know, it's BS. Longtime Portlanders who are fed up with the government's response to this crisis are cautiously optimistic. I don't see the need for another levy or tax to impose upon ourselves um i think the that it's the money's there they just got to control how you know monitor how it's spent and how it's you know that it's really helping people do you have faith that our local government will keep their promise on doing something like this not a whole lot no so they haven't proved a lot to me i really wish they could we could elect smart people who can get really get things done without you know bureaucratic messes yeah but you're not going to because bureaucracy bureaucracy is the bane of of our country's existence especially in politics unelected officials who do not answer to the people that hand money out willy-nilly with zero accountability is a scary thing it is scary so scary. And I just look at this and I think to myself, it's 25 million. That's what it is. So they're going to have $25 million. And once that money's gone, it's gone. And Portland state's going to take a portion of it so they can conduct the research. I can save you that money. You can just give me half. This is going to go poorly. <laughs> you can just write that down on a piece of paper. 
Chad said this was going to go poorly. He was right. <laughs> the end. People didn't use it for housing. They did use it for drugs. They took their cards that had $1,000 on it that we gave them every month and sold it for cash for $800. (laughs) Oh, Lord. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from you. I just, again, I'm not trying to be, uh, you know, pessimistic. I just, you know, we look out there. If... If you are living on the streets, no matter how much the, the, the left wants to say it's because this person missed a paycheck, because this, this per, the rent's too damn high, whatever it is, some of that is true, but those people tend to be able to find places to stay while they're in transition, to, and that includes family and friends, and they also tend to be able to say okay uh i could go to a shelter for while i get back on my feet and i'm okay with the rules that are at that shelter the people that you see that are living in tents that are talking to the trees that are crapping in the middle of the street that are having sex on the corner those people aren't interested in anything you have to offer outside of the money and they don't want any strings attached and we have to start separating the difference between mental illness and drug abuse and people that are struggling and need a hand up. They're not the same. 323-538-2423. It's your uh, Twitter, your uh, Instagram, and all of the other things. Uh, you can reach out to me at Chad Benson Show. I've got some, uh, some interesting emails about, of course, what a horrible human being I am. Uh, and uh, some people are pissed about what's going on with the student loan. We'll touch a bit on that here in a little bit as well. Uh, Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash chat. Go to Rough Greens, get a free bag of Rough Greens. Got vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369. All of this incredible stuff that I give to my dog on a daily basis called K9 Smart. And it is a supplement, just kind of like you would take a supplement in the morning, you know, powder or something like that, a, a shake, a smoothie, whatever it is. This just sprinkles on top of your dog's food, and they love the taste, and you will love what it can do for them. It is incredible. Right now, I want you to try it for free. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. It is that simple. And don't change anything. Once you get the bag, don't change a thing, meaning just sprinkle it on top of your dog's food. You don't have to go buy special food or do something else. Just sprinkle it on top of your dog's food. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Little What's Trending straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. Serving up talk radio, medium rare, and dripping with irony. It's Chad Benson. Oh, it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Einstein, James Dean, Davy Crockett, Peter Pan, Elvis Presley, Disneyland, Princess Blake, Peggy Blake, Chopper in the Suez. Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname. Leonard, Brown, Snap, Lenny, Bush, and Lester Banks, birthday party, cheesecake, jelly beef, boom. What's trending? Let's find out what's trending in the world of trending. Go woke, go broke. Number one trending thing on Twitter right now. Hershey's today or yesterday rolled out their. Uh, they do a ball, a bar like a chocolate bar. I don't know if it's an energy bar called Her. 
or she, depending where you are in Canada. We'll play the commercial for you in a minute, but uh, the lead in that one is a uh, trans woman. (laughs) So how's that feel, ladies? I love it when a woman of the year is always a trans woman. (laughs) Apparently, if you want to get something done, you've really got to turn to a man. That's not very nice, Chad. That's not very nice. Tell you what. World Book Day. All right. It's World Book Day. It's about time. Are you guys reading anything? What are you reading? I got a couple things I'm listening to. It's just easier for me. Lots of NHL stuff. Trade deadlines coming down. Tomorrow. Uh just uh, a lot of stuff about China going on in Twitter and more on Hershey's and uh, tons of that. And well, we'll touch on that in a little bit. Nothing on the fat liberation was it movement, the FLM. We're trying to find out a better acronym for it. So we're working on it because we talked about that earlier. If you're missing it, you guys got to grab it. It was hilarious. Uh, yesterday, number one trending thing, or number one trending thing on Google was the Suns. Kevin Durant made his debut last night. I will say, I live in Phoenix. the The place was a buzz with the Suns, and whether or not they're, you know, this is uh, this is it, right? Could put them over the hump. So uh, he made his long uh, weighted debut. I think they got him what two the yeah two weeks ago. And uh, he was it was All Star break. Then he's coming back from an injury. Played last night. Jalen Carter, who may be the number one pick in the NFL draft, has been charged with racing in a fatal car wreck. He's been arrested. Uh, and this guy is, you know, he's people look at him as a you know a, a decade long dominant player in the NFL. People were asking questions about him yesterday. A lot of stuff about uh, what's going on with uh, you know. Hershey's bar, people asking some questions, which you're not allowed to do. Havana syndrome, also trending. And if you don't know what the Havana syndrome is, remember uh, what took place a few years ago with many of our agents in places like Havana, where they were having serious issues. They said they found it very unlikely Mm -hmm. that a foreign adversary was responsible for these mysterious health incidents that have plagued these diplomats and intel officials around the world. In fact, they investigated over 1,500 reported cases, including incidents right here in Washington, D.C. They added there's no credible evidence that a foreign adversary has a weapon or a device that is causing these illnesses. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, you know, it is just weird. And if you don't know, like, how bad it was for some people, we're talking about debilitating headaches, things going on with their ears, like tendonitis times a million. Uh, just th- it, they thought they were dying. And it is, you know, why just our people? <laughs> that's just, I think it's a fair question of why just our people it's a very weird thing but they're saying look we didn't we didn't find anything uh it's you know like everything it's not it's not conclusive but something went on that has affected these people something has gone on that has absolutely changed their lives you know and put them into just 
horrific situations where they're having the kind of 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 trouble that we cannot understand and they don't know why the thing we ought to take out of this and and i think you know i can't speak for all members of the community in terms of the workforce but we've got to make sure regardless of source if people have health care issues they got to get taken care of yeah they do uh mark warren there but uh we need to figure out what the hell's going on right we need to figure out exactly what that's about like where is it coming from what is it it's okay so it's not this okay it's not we're not blaming a foreign adversary but there's got to be something that's causing this these people aren't just making it up is it mold somebody said yesterday okay so it's not some sort of device is it mold could it be poor i mean there do you rule it all out or is it just all of these people in their heads have put something there and this is what it is there's going to continue to be interest here in congress and not just making sure that those people are getting the treatment they deserve but hopefully at some point identifying exactly what created that yeah yeah so three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at chad benson show is your twitter we'll play you that hershey's commercial coming up in a little bit and uh just you know you can't have a conversation in this country and we'll talk about it maybe on the other side uh, that people are so terrified that they're they're censoring themselves and it's not like i censor myself because you know i'm on radio there are things i cannot say verbally on radio uh where you know uh, that you, you get in trouble because these are just some words you cannot say but i don't censor what i'm going to say uh, where I've got friends who do. One of my friends told me yesterday, though, I would never say that. We'll touch on that. Do you think math should be about feelings? We'll talk a bit about that. A lot of stuff still to squeeze into in this beautiful, amazing program. At Chad Benson Show, Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N, Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. People censor themselves. It's not good. You know, let's joke about cancel culture. To me, it's not cancel culture. What, what it is, is it's punishment culture. I'm not saying people should be uh, held accountable for, for things they say. I, I, but, it, but we now live in a world where we want to punish people. It, it's not about like, hey, man, you shouldn't have said that. And you're like, you know what? I'm right. I'm sorry. You know, I was joking. It got away. Maybe it maybe came out wrong or or whatever. We just now, it's like everybody is, you know, it, it's it's the same sin across the board. And uh, I was talking to somebody yesterday, and they they the the Suns game, and I'm like, uh, I don't know. It's it's she's a former basketball player, and I'm like, why is she uh, 
I said, is I said, is it is it a Mercury game? And they said, no, no, it's the Suns game. She does the, the color commentary of the play, play, play. I because I don't watch the Suns, uh, mostly because uh, I, I'm not a fan of basketball. I really don't care. And he says, uh, uh, I can't stand her. She's awful. And I'm like, yeah. Uh, he goes, but I would never say that on the air because I'd get in trouble. I'm like, but that's the way you feel. Yeah, but it's a woman. And I thought to myself, I said, dude, listen to yourself. And he said, well, yeah, but I, you know, I mean, I just, I go, so because she has a vagina, she, she is, she is, there's no fault. She can't be criticized because the man has a penis. He could be criticized. He goes, it just wouldn't, it just wouldn't look good or sound good. I'm like, and, and, and there's, I'm like, but I said, take away this particular thing. I said. How many times you you censor yourself? I censor myself a lot. I just, I can't do it. I won't do it. I won't bow to the the woke mob. I won't bow to the to the alphabet, you know, army. I'm not. I'm not going to bow to any of that. I just think it's. I think it's asinine and stupid. And I think the more you give in, the more we cater to a very small percentage of people, who for one reason or another have an outsized voice in reality. It, we we've got to stop this. And, and, you know, he's just like, well, it, it, it's just, you know, we got to think about it. it. It's like it's a man criticizing a woman. So I said, that right there is the most sexist thing you've, you've said. That's the most sexist thing you've said. So because she's a woman, you're going to take it easy on her. If you don't like it, and it doesn't, and, and, and equate this to anything, Right. Quit this to anything. My wife says all the time, I can't listen to uh, <laughs> I can't listen to to women do soccer games because I'll watch it. And there's one uh, British uh, lady. She does an okay job. I, I like her. There's a few women out there that they do fine. Uh, the golf, I listen to them. They, they, but it, it is, you know, the she goes, I just can't. I can't listen to them. I, I just don't want to hear what they have to say. I just don't care. And I and I laugh because my wife, you know, she'll she'll watch it with me. She's like, ah. And and it's funny, but I'm like, because I, I told him that. And he goes, well, you know, she can say that. And I said, no, you should be able to say it too. If you don't think somebody's good at something. It's like Lori Lightfoot yesterday. It's because I'm a woman. It's because I'm black. It's because I'm gay. How about you suck at your job? All the other things mean nothing. They don't mean a damn thing. Here's what equality looks like. I'm going to treat you like I would treat anybody else. I'm going to treat you like I treat anybody else. If you do a good job, you get an attaboy. If you do a bad job, you're going to get criticized. I get criticized all the time. Some of it's fair. A lot of it's not. A lot of it's just people who are pissed and angry about everything. But to censor yourself, to take away your feelings of something and not say it because your fear is you're going to get in trouble for it. And to change the way that you treat somebody else based on the color of their skin or whether or not they're male or female or gay or straight or trans is stupid. It really is. But I, it's what I expect. It's unfortunate in this day and age. But we've the, the more you tell people no, and this goes for big corporations in particular. The more that they, somebody says, oh, you know what, you're, you're, you're 
mean. Uh, this and so you're. We're going to go to your advertiser and tell them to drop you. The more that they say no, and you stand up for a little bit of, you know what? We're not going to tell you and let you dictate who's advertising and not advertising our stuff. The more that that happens, the better it is. Like I said, it's not that you shouldn't be held accountable. It's the fact that if you even go against certain you know, uh, groups of people where you're thinking, I don't think that's right. You just get shouted down as if you're some evil SOB. You can't have a differing of opinion. Sorry. Sorry. You just can't. And that's wrong. That is wrong. Three, two, three, five, three, eight, 24, 23 at Chad Benson show is your Twitter tweet at us. Text the program. L.A. County is doing the business when it comes to policing because uh, they're just they're getting a lot of help from uh, their D.A. Gascon, who's just been a solid in releasing the criminals. back. They catch and release. It's catch and release. Catch and release. It's catch and release. I'm kidding. Of course, it's ridiculous. So they've proposed a new list of things that they will no longer respond to. When it comes to calls that come in to 911, the LAPD has a list of 28 calls that are nonviolent calls that they believe unarmed officers can respond to to alleviate the other officers to respond to more serious crimes. Part of the reason that they're doing this is to allow police to respond to actual violent emergencies that are going on in the city. You know, other major cities have already done this. And they say that they've had generally a good response. But part of the problem, too, is there there's just a lack of police so that they want to make sure that police can respond to these situations. Why was there a lack of police? Well, nobody wants to work for L.A. County. Like a lot of these big cities that have these woke DAs, they don't want to be anywhere near there. They feel it's a waste of their time. They see these people released, you know, one after another. They get, you know, I mean, Lori Lightfoot is a perfect example. I mean, you know, a couple different things went, you know, sideways for her. She ran on being tough on crime in Chicago, and she wasn't. Crime went through the roof. On top of that, she kind of took on the teachers' union, and they kind of crushed her, and it kind of shows you a lot of what you saw with Arnold Schwarzenegger. In uh, He got crushed by the unions. When he came in, and they recalled Gray Davis in California, and there was this thought that something was going to happen, he went up against the unions, and they just crushed him, and he was neutered from there on out. Well, the unions for the police are like they're having a tough time keeping people. They're having a tough time getting people and they're not as powerful as other unions. And so you've got these woke DAs that turn people loose. You've got this. Everything's about sensitive and feelings and cops are over it. They don't have enough cops. So a lot of these calls now are going to be just handled by unarmed officers or law enforcement folk. What are these calls? Now, a list of these calls include non-criminal and non-violent homeless-related calls, non-criminal mental health calls, non-violent juvenile disturbance calls, calls to schools unless the school administration is initiating the calls. We're also talking welfare checks. Some of these calls take up hours of unnecessary police response. This can free up officers to respond to other calls. So I went through some of them. Uh, defecating and urinating on a the street, they're not coming. So you can just feel free to crap anywhere you want in Los Angeles. You're like, guys, pull over. I just got to take a big one. Uh, feel free to do that. They're not coming. The thing about the homeless, right? You don't know that person will or won't become 
violent. And that's one of the things they want to start sending somebody, you know, the whole thing is we need a police difference. So we're going to start sending social workers out to call. Well, somebody might be threatening to do something, but they haven't done something and they go out and what happens? Well, then they do something and the cops can do very little. My family, my mother, they live next to a, a, a kid who has a lot of problems and he is unstable and that is being kind. And the cops are there almost on a daily basis. And they they won't, as long as he doesn't touch anybody, they won't do anything. But I'll say this, he lives with his mother. His mom and dad got a divorce because of him. And he took, uh, the dad took the, do- uh, the sister away because of fear of violence. And it is, it's, it, you don't know when it happens. But sending somebody unarmed out to do something to some of these situations is going to backfire. But this is where we're at. And it's sad that we're in a position like this. But, you know, L.A. County's like, and look, they were way bogged down anyways with a lot of calls that were useless. We asked them to be drug counselors. We asked them to be homeless advisors and marriage counselors and a lot of other things. But there's going to be something that goes down and people are going to go, oh, you know what? Maybe that's not a good idea to send some of these unarmed social workers out to situations. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Uh, What are you doing with your investments? Are you doing something smart with your investments? Are you just hoping and praying? Uh, you know, as you head into retirement, why don't you work with my friends over at Bulwark Capital? Their goal is to make sure that your investments are protected and you've got upside potential. Just mitigating that risk, eliminating that risk as much as possible, but not taking away the opportunity to make money. My buddy Zach Abraham is uh, getting ready to have another webinar coming up on the 23rd of this month, and it's a great way to see a Really what they do. They're transparent across the board. And Bulwark has an incredible strategy that they've done over and over again that they continue to be successful with when others struggle, including getting rid of the 60-40 stock bond mix, which is completely outdated. Right now, go to KnowYourRiskRadio.com, sign up for their free live webinar, get a free uh, uh, common sense investing guide sent to you as well. That's KnowYourRiskRadio.com, KnowYourRiskRadio.com. Sign up today. Investment advisory services offered through Trek Financial, LLC, and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. Let's uh, let's touch on Hershey's new commercial for their chocolate bar for women. Chad Benson Show right here. what you know how to do because when you do what you do what you know how to do what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things i have ever heard and then they passed us a baton and the question is what will we do with the time we carry the baton you either smoking something or you just dumb as hell who doesn't love a yellow school bus what oh my god get your ass on that school bus and go home meet me I call myself a joyful warrior. The Chad Benson Show.
Well, doctor takes matters into his own hands to get an organ donation to a patient just in time. A doctor is suited up, ready to perform a liver transplant when he realizes time is ticking because the driver of the donated organ is stuck in traffic. So the doctor runs out of the hospital and meets that driver a half mile away. Yeah, think about that. First of all, there was nobody else that could go. He's like, I, I'm a fitness guy, so I want to get there. But that doctor went and did that. You know, it's it's... It's weird that normally I know in a lot of bigger cities, uh, and this is in Pennsylvania, that that they will have motorcyclists, especially if they're going to go through city, carry the organs because they can zip in and out of things, obviously much easier than a car could. But this doctor's like, I got to get this done. Plus, I need to get in uh, my workout. It was marathon weekend and the roads were blocked off, preventing the driver from getting to the hospital. We tried every which way to get him across. Uh, he talked to multiple police officers about potential access points. Unfortunately, despite that, he was unable to get across. So Dr. Adam Brazen, dressed as he is today, took off running down 11th Street toward the sea of runners. I had my sneakers, uh, a coat, and my scrubs, and I ran over there. But we made it over there past you know, the marathon, dodging through the runners. Kind of funny that it was the uh, marathon weekend. But he was ready to roll. And ready he was because he took off. And off he goes to get the liver because he is the doctor that is the giver of the liver. People were likely wondering why someone in scrubs was weaving through the half marathon. I think people were probably looking at me a little bit more on carrying the box through, but ultimately was able to get it through. The trek was for a life-saving transplant for 66-year-old Charles Rowe, who was prepped for surgery and not aware of the doctor's heroic feat until the day after surgery. He's amazing. He's a really amazing doctor. He went beyond the call of duty. I guess he got a cape on underneath that white jacket. <laughs> it's kind of interesting. It's like, could you go home at night? It's like, yeah, what'd you do today? Well, you know, I uh, did the ditches, dishes, watched a little TV. I uh, had a couple reports to do for work. What'd you do today? Uh, 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 I ran about a mile, grabbed a uh, liver from somebody. It was supposed to bring it, but was stuck in traffic, and I was weaving in and out of all the other runners in the uh, half marathon, and I got back, scrubs on, uh, and then uh, took that liver and put it inside another man. So that was my day. <laughs> oh, man. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the other things. Good news, ladies. It's National Women's Month. And you guys are just killing it. Uh, they've uh, Hershey's rolled out their 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 she bars, their her bars, and in Canada they've rolled out their her bars. Uh, and it is just it's going over like gangbusters. My name is Faye Johnstone. I'm the executive director of Wisdom to Action. We can create a world where everyone is able to live in public space as their honest and authentic selves. See the woman changing how we see the future at Hershey's Canada. You could probably tell that person is trans. You know, I sit there and I listen to that and I thought to myself, wow, that's like the 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 virtue signaling. If you're a woman and you're seeing somebody else who was not born a woman, who now claims to be a woman, identifies as a woman, representing women things. 
you're like, if you need to get a job done, I guess you ha- hire a man that, well, at least used to be a man. Is that what, I mean, you wonder why people are pissed. And there's this thought process of why, uh, what's her name, uh, J.K. Rowling, everybody, ha- you know, the trans activist hater and stuff, because she feels women are being, what, eliminated. They're being eliminated from the world. That they're that, that 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 you know that her big thing is she's never once said she hates has a disdain wants trans people locked up all that stuff that people throw out there is nuts but what she does say is she feels like they're being cast aside they're being pushed aside and that this this other group is being pushed forward and you know what the reality is I get why she feels that way I do. I get why she feels that way. She has every right to be pissed. She has every right to ask and question. And, and you know, go ahead and cancel her, by the way. Try it. She says, go buy her books and burn them. That video game that's come out, the uh, the Harry Potter, Harry Potter video game, if you guys don't know, the one that's caused so much controversy because she hates trans people, which she's never once said, but she's pro-woman. That game in two weeks has done almost $900 million. So apparently controversy isn't hurting her. And there is no controversy in most people's minds, in most rational, sane individuals' mind when it comes to the things that she has said. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter, your Instagram. If you miss any of the program, you can make it up to me by grabbing a podcast. Anywhere that podcasts are available, feel free to do so. This here is The Chad Benson Show. This is The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Is the president too old? Got a new poll out. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Blinken and Lavrov uh, sat down today briefly. So you've got uh, really, you know, you you you've got Blinken here, you know, and uh, our guy, you know, there he is, Lavrov, their guy. Right, our secretaries of states, if you will, sitting down and talking for the first time since the war started. What came out of it? Eh, it was a, it was a short meeting. It wasn't anything long. I doubt anything came out of it. Lavrov has been very much a pro uh, Russia is doing this for a specific reason. They'll tell us what to do, and you know, Blinken can say anything he wants. The reality is, his hands are kind of tied. Uh, you know, as far as what they're going to be able to do. So it was just at the G20 sidelines, first meeting. They're all there. You've got uncomfortableness going on. And uh, it, it was it was quick and easy. Who knows what they say? You know, he'll probably say we chatted. That's it. You know, exchange some pleasantries. I think it has urged Russia, obviously, to reverse Russian President Vladimir Putin to suspend the new start. They'll talk a little bit. It wasn't anything big. But, you know, it shows you, though, that, like, this is the first time they've come together in over a year without any kind of dialogue. And I like what Biden says, right? If, if Ukraine 
quits the war, they lose being Ukrainian. Their country no longer exists. Right? So, so there's that. On the other side of it, if Russia just quits, the war's over. They're still Russian, even if they lose. So just soak that in for a second. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Yesterday, A.G. Garland was uh, was in the crosshairs of uh, you know uh, Senate committees and Lindsey Graham took him to task for one thing that we need to be talking about more and more and fentanyl in this country, which is awful and horrible, and it is getting worse and worse and worse. And we don't really talk about it because I think we think everybody dies from fentanyl is on heavy duty drugs. And the reality is it's a vast majority of of, of people that are dying. Uh, Some of it is they're on drugs and they OD. But uh, there's a lot out there who think they're taking a Percocet, an Oxycontin, uh, you know, something else, uh, uh, you know, Adderall that they, they think they, they bought off the street. And you find out it is none of those things too late. It is awful and horrible what it is doing to this country. And the more that we have a conversation about it. And here's the thing where we can't be honest with each other. We can't have a conversation about it because the minute we start to have a real conversation China, we're looking at you, and we're going to get to the Chinese uh, hearings that took place uh, the other night that we didn't really have enough time to touch on yesterday because we have Mike Lyons on, but we'll also revisit some of the stuff that he said. But the thing that 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 we can't do is have an honest conversation about something without somebody turning it into race. It's always about it's this, that and the other. But yesterday you had there's the attorney general, Merrick Garland and Lindsey Graham talking about fentanyl and how horrific it is. Fentanyl deaths uh, are more than gun and accident deaths combined in the United States. Did you know that? Yes, sir. I mean, this is, how would you describe the fentanyl problem in America? It's a horrible epidemic, okay. uh, but it's an epidemic that's been unleashed on purpose by the Sinaloa um, and the new generation Jalisco cartels. Okay. Let's just stop and absorb that for a moment. It kills more people than car wrecks and gun violence combined. And the question is, what are we going to do about it? Yeah. And by the way, where do you think the Sinaloa cartels and, and, and New Generation Jalisco get these? This fentanyl comes from China. China is fine with it. They love it. China is not our friend. And we'll get to more of that in a minute. But soak that up for a second. More deaths from guns and accidents. Yet we don't really talk about it. And when we do, people always want to bring in race. So it's about race. Is that idiot uh, in San Francisco, one of the, uh, uh, and I say idiot because he is an idiot, one of the school, uh, not school board members, one of the city council members, when, when talking about this the other day, he essentially brought in, well, you know, uh, 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 open air drug markets are fine because these people are, you know, they're immigrants and we need to protect them. And because we're protecting them, that's the, that's, that's kind of who we are as a people. And that if you're going after them, it's only because you're race. I mean, that's, that's where he went with, we'll, we'll, I'll play some of the audio later. It was insane, but that's why we can't have an honest conversation in this country about it. No, this is being done on purpose. It's being flooded here on purpose. It's killing our young faster than you can believe it. Let me tell you something what drugs can do. People always ask me, why don't I do, why don't I eat drink? I've never had a drink in my life. I've never done a drug in my life. I've never smoked in my life. I'm never going to. 
because I saw the devastating effects of what it did. It killed my father. My sister was a nightmare and a mess. I have seen what it does. And these drugs are beyond anything that happened long ago. These things are terrifying. What's the one pill can kill? Why are we not talking more about this? Because people look at it, well, it's just a choice, right? Somebody's doing drugs, just a choice. Yeah, yeah, drug, drug, drugs, yeah, a lot of ways they are. You know that and I know that. But when an 18-year-old goes to a high school party and thinks he's taking an Adderall and he dies, that's an issue. When somebody on the street dies... Because they are a drug addict and they are in a position where they're weak and they're struggling and they get something that they think is something they've taken a thousand times before and it's something else far more powerful. That's also an issue. It is awful. Under current law, fentanyl loses its Schedule One status by the end of the year. You oppose that, I, I assume. I certainly do. Fentanyl, all fentanyl-related drugs should be scheduled. Do you permanently support mandatory minimums for people dealing in fentanyl? I think we already have mandatory minimums for people. Do you think this should be increased? I think we are, we have more than enough um, ability now to uh, attack this problem. Well, would you agree with me? Whatever we have is not working. I agree with that because of the number of deaths yeah, that you so pointed out. Yeah, we have. So what is it? We have more than enough to attack it now. But. I also agree that, uh, you know, the stuff hasn't been really working and think about this. It's a schedule one now. It's supposed to sunset and not be a schedule one drug. Think about that. Marijuana still schedule one. That's the insanity of this. And there needs to be more conversation. China is flooding the markets through the cartels with fentanyl, and it's killing us. It's killing our young. It's making people who have drug problems uh, get to a point where they, they, they're, they're so lost forever. There is no coming back. And they do it through the cartels in Mexico. China is not our friend. Stop thinking they are if somebody gave a pill to another person the arsenic or ricin could they be charged for murder because that will kill you absolutely okay if somebody gave a uh, candy shaped pill full of fentanyl could they be charged for murder they can be uh, charged with uh, drug trafficking leading to death mexican drug cartels should they be designated foreign terrorist organizations would you oppose some of us trying to make them foreign terrorist organizations i wouldn't oppose it but again um, i want to point out their diplomatic concerns we need the assistance of mexico in this and designating is mexico helping us effectively with our fentanyl they are helping us but they could do much more there's no question about that well if this is helping i would hate to see what not helping looks like yeah Absolutely. And again, nothing brought up about China because that's been brought up the last couple of days at the China hearings. And we'll touch on that in a minute. But just gives you a sense of of I want you guys to understand how serious this is. And for those of you, I live on a, right next to a, a reservation out here in between Phoenix and Tucson. And we have a you know, between. And, and let me tell you something. Our thoroughfare of drug trafficking is pretty big. 
because they can come through the reservation rather easily. The the reservation, you know, it, they're allowed to, the Tohono O'odham tribe doesn't allow them to build roads. So it is tough to patrol, especially between like my area through Tucson. It is tough. And when I talk to the Border Patrol, when I talk to a lot of these people, the drugs that they see coming through, the the things that they see and how it affects the people is it's insane. It is. And when you hear stories that, oh, we, we recovered enough fentanyl in this one shipment that would have killed the entire United States of America, it shows you how deadly this drug is. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Biden too old, says a uh, new poll. We'll touch on that in a little bit. You can uh, tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from everybody. My Pillow right now has an amazing deal. Buy one, get one free in the new My Pillow. So this is My Pillow 2.0. You know about the My Pillow? Here we are two decades into the My Pillow, and they have made a change. And it is a change that is amazing. And that's why they want you to buy one, get one free. And what this does now is there's a new thread. And the technology allows this thread to be essentially a cooling thread. So you're always sleeping on the other side of the pillow if you're the cooler side of the pillow. Softer, better. Still has all the amazing patented fill and everything. But now you're going to sleep even cooler, which is incredible. And right now you buy one, you get one free. Six-day money-back guarantee, 10-year warranty. Now's the chance to get yourself one of the new MyPillow 2.0s. Simple and easy. You go to MyPillow.com, use promo code Benson on the way out. In the right hand up there is a radio uh, listener uh, you know, thing. You check it in, you type in Benson. You're going to buy one of these MyPillows, get a second one free. MyPillow.com, promo code Benson. MyPillow.com, promo code Benson. This is the Chad Benson Show. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. Today we're announcing a 70% price cut on our most commonly used insulins, which will phase in over this year. And effective today, a $35 cap on out-of-pocket costs at the pharmacy counter. So this is a culmination of about seven years of work we've been doing to reduce the price of our insulins, launching our own a generic to our own uh, best-selling brand. But with the change last year in the Medicare Part D benefit, the senior benefit, to $35, we think that should be the new standard in America. Yeah, there's the uh, CEO of Eli Lilly, uh, Davis or Dave Ricks, uh, saying, "Hey, look, it's uh, we're bringing down the cost, which is which is amazing, which is incredible. You know, uh, you know, people always, you know, you have no idea the amount of money we spend in medical here every year. We spend more money than anywhere else, yet our results aren't as good as a lot of places in some ways." And part of that, though, is the fact that we also defend the world, the free world. It's easy again. How many times have I explained it? It is easy to give everybody the the hammock of which they think they deserve, as we always say around the world, the Scandinavian countries with their huge social safety nets and free health care, when you don't actually have to worry about uh, if something happens to you because we'll probably defend you. And so you have to spend money in the military the way that we do. Our regulations are huge, not as big as in, in in Europe. So there's a lot that goes into it, but we have we we get robbed. There's no doubt about it. There's absolutely no doubt about it. We pay retail and a lot of other places, they get it at cost, wholesale. They get it below blue book, if you will. So bringing this down is a huge win. 
while we uh, could wait for Congress to act or the healthcare system in general uh, to apply that standard, we're just applying it ourselves. Lilly's going to buy down all of our customers' out-of-pocket cost to $35 at the pharmacy counter automatically. But we've heard about, and you're reporting about, people who unfortunately can't afford their insulin or they're forced to ration it because of the price point. That's because of the growth in what we call high-deductible plans or plans that people have to uh, contribute out-of-pocket early in the year to the full cost of their medical care, including insulin. So in the case of Lilly Insulin now, they won't be subjected to those high deductible costs. They'll just pay $35 or about $1.20 a day when they go to the pharmacy counter, no matter how much Lilly Insulin they use. And and uh, why this is interesting, first of all, they saw the writing on the wall. They see that it's it's good. Jumping in, being getting that first mover advantage is huge for them. Uh, there's a lot of things to go into this, and it's business. At the end of the day, it's business. They're trying to do what they can to keep market share or to grow market share. It's a business. Maybe we're at a point now where there's so many people that need insulin that you can go the Walmart way, which is sell a, a, a lot with a little profit. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, you never know. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. 68% of voters say Biden is too old for another term. And more Democrats agree than disagree, according to a new Yahoo News YouGov poll. More than. Think about that. More Democrats agree than disagree. 48% of Democrats agree compared to 34 that disagree. Survey was done uh, Feb 23rd through the 27th, about 1,600 adults. For Democrats, the problem is Biden's performance in office. It's not that so much as it is the age, right? Overwhelmingly, they approve rather than disapprove of the way that he's doing stuff. 77% approved to 22% disapprove, but they believe his age is an issue. It's... How can it not be? And I'm not sure. Again, I've said this over and over again. I look over at Bernie Sanders, who I believe is older than than Biden, and I don't feel he's lost a step. He's a cantankerous old man that's willing to mix it up. He, But Biden, I look at, and, you know, you can't deny it. If you say he's not lost a step, if you say he doesn't have issues, you're fooling yourself. And people see that. They, they, they see. What's he going to be like in three years? Let's say he runs again and wins. What's he like in three years? What's he like in five years? Oh, that's a lot, right? And people are concerned. People are absolutely concerned. More Americans are concerned about Joe Biden's health and mental acuity that are concerned about Joe uh, Donald Trump's. So think about that for a second. 39% of Americans are very concerned. 21% are somewhat concerned. 23% are slightly concerned. Uh, I mean, 17% are slightly concerned and 23% are not concerned at all. Donald Trump, 28% compared to 39%. 40% are not concerned at all. <sighs> Think we're going to have another one of those races? I feel like we are. I'm hoping we're not. Uh, I think we need new fresh blood in there, but God only knows. We live in the upside down. We talk about that all the time. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show your Twitter. It's the Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. 
Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. You know, the other day, uh, first hearings on China rolled out, and it looks to be that Democrats and Republicans are in agreement that China's a threat. Now, there's ways they think that they should go about it. You know, the Democrats, I think, in a lot of ways, well, we need to be more competitive where the Republicans are like, guys, they're not our friends and we need to strengthen our military and realize competitiveness has nothing to do with it at this point in time. They're in it to win it and we better figure it out as well. And I was watching some of the protests because it was stop the anti-Asian, uh, you know, uh, you know, stop Asian hate, stop uh, being anti-China. Those are the people, when I see those people, who think that China really wants to be our friend, who've been sold the bill of goods, and they don't understand it. And it brought me something that Mike Lyons said yesterday. So if you missed the show, uh, grab the podcast. Mike Lyons was on our military analyst. And he said, they have convinced a good portion of America that they're good. They're good people. That, you know, And the reality is we're not dealing with the people. We're dealing with the Chinese government. And you're dealing with the Communist Party. That's who you're dealing with. They're in it to win it. And being more competitive, doing all that, I mean, none of that stuff matters when you get to the reality of the fact that China wants to win. They want to dominate. They want to win. And when I see people out there say, well, if you say stuff like that or ban TikTok, it's you're xenophobic and, and you're, you're, you're anti-Asian you know, people. And no, no, no. What I am is pro-America, pro-freedom. And I understand that what they want, they can fool you into thinking that they're only here to be your friend. But the reality is what they want is to win to see us weakened, to dominate. And I look at those people and I think, you're the people that walk up to the bison and you want to pet the bison after you've walked by 90 signs that says, don't get out of your car, don't try to touch the bison, don't take pictures of the bison, because you think somehow the bison is going to know that morally you are just a sweet, wonderful human being and all you want to do is pet the bison because you think it's fluffy and neat. And then you're surprised when it flips you in there and gouges you. Don't be those people. <laughs> okay? 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. By the way, uh, TikTok. Big deal. Trying something new right now, which is limiting team usage, uh, which my kids love TikTok, right? They do. There's another thing that China is one of the biggest, most powerful media tech companies on the planet. It is growing exponentially. It has our things like Instagram, YouTube. I mean, it has all of these, these, these companies, Facebook and whatnot, quaking in their boots because it is gobbling up market share. And our kids don't see what their kids see. And China, to say that they're not involved in the one that's over here would be an absolute bold-faced lie. So we're trying to do everything we can to potentially limit certain ages, the amount of uh, screen time that they get. 
TikTok is announcing new features that promise to improve the well-being of users, especially teens and families. This follows a rough week for the app, which was banned from all employee phones issued by the federal government. There's also a push in Congress to ban it altogether in the U.S. over privacy concerns. What are they rolling out? Well, what they're rolling out here is a new set of features that is intended to allow teenagers, according to the company, to better take control of their use of the app and to allow families to get involved. Which they need to. My kids can sit there. You know what? I'm not going to lie. My uncle's like, it's the biggest time suck in the world. He goes, Chad, I will go look at something. And the next thing you know, I'm an hour and a half into watching stupid videos that are ridiculous. And it's and and I said, I know I I can get there, too. Now, I don't use TikTok. I don't have it. Uh, I realized early on, Okay, look, this is not something it can be a time succubus. But, you know, the more you find out about China, the more you realize, no, I don't want to be a part of this. But it was you can go on and have you ever done it on they got reels or they've got you know sh- you know youtube shorts or whatever it is you can get sucked into that thing so fast and the next thing you know you're 15 20 minutes into what am i doing and that's an adult for kids it's it's crazy it includes a 60-minute time limit. That's going to be the default mm-hmm. for anybody under the age of 18. After you go over that, you'll have to enter a password in order to keep going. You can get a weekly usage recap and family pairing options. This allows parents to look at things like the hashtags kids are using. You can limit certain hashtags. Uh, what TikTok says is that in internal studies, when they had uh, the option of adding this password in order to keep going, yeah. about 200% more teens began using that, trying to impose some sort of limit on them yes and uh the problem is kids are going to find a workaround how much do parents really pay attention now we pay attention i i i I do partly because it's kind of my gig it's my job it's what i do uh and i want to be hip to all the stuff that's going on is there a new dance i need to know because you know i can cut the rug kids as you know what i'm saying (laughs) but uh you know I, i pay attention But I know a lot of parents don't, and they don't have time. And kids will find workarounds. And kids are more technologically advanced than 99% of the parents out there, and they're able to find that workaround. It's... I would like to see it banned. And when I hear people say, well, if it's if it's banned, Chad, that, that's, just, that's just wrong. No, here's the thing. It goes back to like the thing we always talk about with books, right? Like, you're banning books. No, 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 no. You can still do the things that you do, right? You can put it on Instagram. You can put it on, uh, uh, you know, shorts on YouTube. You can put it on all of the things that are still available out there that you can do. The difference is it's the app itself, the parent company of the parent company, if you will, meaning the Chinese government that we're more worried about and we should be more worried about. Go look at the difference of what gets rolled out to kids in China compared to kids here. Go look at the difference of success and they're cheering and good grades and pro-Chinese stuff. And over here, it's dumb, idiotic things that it rolls its stuff out to. It's a little thing, but it goes a long way. Not mentioning the fact that it's grabbing data as much as possible and i don't give a rat's ass what anybody says if you think china is not grabbing that data they don't know what to do with it it may not be useful especially at this time 
But the fact that they can get that data and grab it is why they are fine with continuing to say, we, we don't have anything to do with it. This is another company. Yeah, it's TikTok, but they run it wholly separate, and we're not peering into it, and we're not doing anything. You guys are being ridiculous over here. Here, look at our books, and we're showing you that this company over here uh, is running it in an American version of it. Uh, we're not a BS. You know it, and I know it. You can open your books and say you can look at all this stuff, but we all know that if you're doing business in China as a Chinese co- company, even if you have quote-unquote franchises, it's the best way to describe the, the American version, you're still have a parent company. And that parent company isn't BitDance. It is the Communist Party. The timing it seems a bit curious. Yeah. Rolling out these new features right. at the same time, there's so much talk about, you know, perhaps banning the app here in the United States at the time. Well, I talked to a policy head at TikTok yesterday and asked that very question. And, you know, they didn't really blink at me. They basically yeah. said, we're just keeping things as safe as possible for teens. But obviously, TikTok is feeling the pressure, both from these congressional ban moves that we're talking about and the State of the Union. The president talked about a mental health crisis among teenagers right now. We've seen that rise with the arrival of of social media in this world you're seeing all these companies trying to prepare for that and respond to it this seems to be tiktok's response yeah yeah that seems to be tiktok's response uh which is you know oh it's just this is all curiosity it's just it's 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 a coincidence you know uh, this, is, this is all we're doing it's it's just coincidental we we're rolling these things out you know uh, and so that's the other thing if we can't convince people that china is in it to win it because you do have a large portion of the population that doesn't believe that they're nefarious and and that thinks America's as bad as anybody else and and that you know that's ridiculous and that if you you're a xenophobe if you even lean that direction on the other side of it you say well what about the mental health crisis well that's different now we could talk about that so it's almost a two-prong attack against China by the way uh, is Biden afraid of China why is president Biden afraid of China the president is not afraid of China did you see? Did you see the president last week when we went to uh, when we went to uh, we went to Ukraine, went to Kiev? This is not a president that's afraid of anything. It was a historic trip. Okay, but there's a certain sense that China thinks we're weak, and they think that we have are run by a feeble old man, which a portion of that is true. He's not the sharpest he was. This isn't Biden 15, 20 years ago. Let's not pretend that we don't have the will because we are, are a Western uh, country that is living fat off the, the slaughter of the hogs, that we don't have the want to get into anything, that our consumerism and want of cheap goods will keep them safe from anything bad happening. And that's why there's a push now in Congress, and you're seeing it more and more, to have real discussions, and we saw some the other night, of it's time to get ready for what may be coming. And China is the what may be coming. And they're telling us to our face who they are. So maybe we should listen. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the things. I don't Instagram as much as I as I could. I don't tweet as much as I could because it's it's you know, it's a it's a never-ending battle of anger and disdain for one another. And it's it and I say that all the time. And uh I know I should be more active. And the problem is is there's only so much time in the day 
And uh, I see some people, they tweet like 40, 50 times a day. I thought to myself, I could never do that. <laughs> Mostly because I got other going on. But even if I wanted to, it's like, uh, do you really have four? Uh, do you have 40 or 50 things a day that you think are super interesting? Man, that's a, that's, that's a good place to be. 323-538-2423. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Go to Rough Greens right now. Get yourself a free bag of Rough Greens. It's got vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369. It's the best thing I've ever done for my dog. It's canine Vitasmart, and it has been incredible for my dog. It has helped my dog tremendously in so many, many, many ways for really longevity energy the way it's helped him with his aches and pains it has been amazing and right now rough greens wants to give you a chance to get a bag for free it's a two-week jump start all you have to do is uh cover the cost of shipping they're going to give you the bag for free open the bag and sprinkle the supplement on top of your dog's food you don't have to do anything other than that don't change anything and you watch what happens you'll see massive amounts of energy you'll see your dog happier and healthier it is a great thing and it's been a lifesaver for my dog try it now for free ruffgreens.com slash chad ruffgreens.com slash chad wrap it up straight ahead chad benson show Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. Never say never. Justin Bieber unfortunately saying never to his Justice World Tour, canceling all remaining dates. Originally, just the North American portion had been canceled as the singer said he needed to step back from touring to focus on his health, specifically Ramsey-Hunt Syndrome, which had temporarily paralyzed part of his face. Now the World Tour won't happen at all. The news comes as Bieber celebrates his 29th birthday Wednesday. Yeah, man, that's uh, they showed some pictures of he posted some pictures and there's definite struggle there. Twenty nine going through that, and uh, we have a, a guy we work with here who uh, bells palsy every once in a while, gets stressed out, does so much work, just the nicest guy in the world. And you know, it is it, you know some of his face will will you know start to and it, it's drooping. And he and I have talked about it on numerous occasions. Just, you know, it's like it, it comes and it can go and it's just you sit there and you look and it's like that just is it's awful situation for the beeps because I love you guys know you listen to the show. I love the beeps. I love the beeps. How can he not? Kid's got so much talent. I say kid, he's 29 now. He's married, got talent and he definitely on the struggle bus right now. We want to see the beeps out there. Another band is going out there and uh, they're saying goodbye with a kiss. The rock and rolling all night and partying every day is officially coming to an end in December. Kiss announcing the dates and locations for the band's final shows on their end of the road tour, which they say is their last tour ever. It'll end with a two-night stand at New York City's Madison Square Garden, December 2nd and 3rd, just blocks from where the band was born 50 years ago. 50 years ago. So Bieber is 29. He's canceling his tour. Kiss is 50 years as a band and they're hanging it up or so they say a lot of bands hanging up but then they can't because uh, they realize we got nothing else going on i guess maybe maybe they will maybe this is it i mean you know my buddy went and saw the eagles last night i remember when they were supposed to have hanged it up and then, and then they had the hell freeze over tour uh, elton john's on a two-year tour to end everything and this is his final tour supposedly how many of those have we heard speaking of kissing 
If you guys haven't seen the creepiest thing out there as we become more technologically advanced, uh, you know, we date online and you meet people online. And the next thing you know, you you think, oh, I could, if I only could be there, if I could only kiss you. Well, now you can in a creepy way. A kiss is just a kiss. Nobody is kissing the in-person kiss goodbye. Nobody ever kissed me the way you do. But chances are nobody has ever kissed you this way through a lip-shaped device that plugs into your phone. The idea is to send someone a kiss long distance. Sensors transmit pressure, movement, and temperature data that's received by another pair of lips. So your kiss is replicated on their lips. Yeah, it's gross. I've seen it. It looks like, uh, how's the best way to describe it? A periscope with lips on the end of it. And I guess there's sensors. And so the other person on the other end has theirs. And you can, so when you're on the phone together, it's, it's, well, creepy. Similar tech for remote kissing first surfaced less than a decade ago with the Kissinger. A kiss sent via messenger was dubbed the Kissinger. Robotics lecturer Human Samani worked on that project, and he thinks there's an issue with the latest device being sold for about 40 bucks in China. It's the lifelike lips. You think it makes it too creepy? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all I got to say to that. Yeah, it makes it super creepy. It's like you're kissing nothing but lips. It's weird. It is. This is the new world. It's new tech world. Many cited the Big Bang Theory episode. See? Internet kissing. That seemed ahead of its time. Like this? <laughs> really French it. <laughs> no wonder some think something is missing on the latest gizmo. Where's the tongue? I'm impressed. This is very lifelike. It also apparently makes noises. So if you're a noisy kisser, or you like the noisy kisser, you get that. It's creepy. It is. It is. I don't know what we're thinking. How soon till we get the lifeline dolls? That's right, the lifelike dolls. That's what everybody's waiting for. You tech nerds. It's the first thing you do. We could design something that could save the world, or we could build a sex doll. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. But this is the gift to get the incel. It's like a starter kit for a girlfriend. Chad. Uh, have a great rest of your day. We'll do it again tomorrow. I see you Friday. Night, night, Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.